Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to Pain and Purpose, the podcast where I share my real life experiences and turning my pain into purpose to inspire others in working through trauma, mental illness, and just real life events. I'm your host, Alyssa Weiss, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about self-worth. So, I thought this would be a good topic today because I wanted to do something based on self-worth and kind of self-respect. Because recently, I've been in a new era of life, and I'm loving it here. And I say that because I have felt the most self-worth I have ever felt in my entire life. At 19, I'm finally feeling self-worth. And I'm grateful for that because honestly, I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't even get to experience in general. And, you know, when I was a little kid, I struggled so badly with my self-worth. I was always picked last in PE or sports that we were playing. I remember there was this one time we were all outside during recess playing kickball and literally nobody wanted me on their team. And I think it's because I didn't look like everybody else. First of all, I was super quirky and kind of weird, as some people would say. I didn't think I was weird, but then again, I'm me and I live with myself 24-7. But a lot of other people thought I was weird. You know, boys never really liked me because I was weird or I wasn't smart enough. And I just, I never felt good about myself. I always hated going to school because I was so worried about how other people perceived me and not fitting in and just wanting to have friends, but nobody really liked me and I wasn't doing well in school because I was struggling academically. And so I just felt really bad about myself all the time. And, you know, what I did to try to fix that was perfectionism. And the thing about perfectionism is when you try to be perfect is You're stifling yourself in so many different ways. I feel like when you try to be perfect and try to fit this image or this mold is you're not allowing yourself to live. And my version of perfectionism was hiding my quirks, trying to be like everybody else, trying to look like everybody else, trying to dress like everybody else, trying to be as smart as everybody else, trying to be that and this and that and this and realizing that none of that worked for me. By feeding into perfection and trying to be like everybody else, it only made it harder for me to eventually be genuine and authentic because I had gotten so used to trying to fit this mold. And it was a mold that I created for myself because when you're feeling that you're not good enough or that you're not worthy enough or that you don't deserve love or whatever it is, is you're really going to start to believe that, internalize it, and act based on those beliefs. And, you know, a lot of us, I feel like, try to use busyness to create our worth or our self, self-worth self or value. And, you know, you'll see these people who are full-time student in school, working full-time at a nine-to-five and trying to do some sort of sport or hobby on top of that. Or you have three kids and you're constantly busy with all of these things trying to be perfect for your kids and your job and the other things that you're doing. But in reality, oh my gosh, you're not allowing yourself time to breathe or just be. And the thing about self-worth is... The difference between self-worth and self-esteem 
is that self-esteem is derived from your accomplishments, your abilities, your social position or status, and things that we believe we can achieve. And I think self-esteem is a ebb and flow. You're not always going to feel your highest high and, you know, sometimes you're going to hit the lows of feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough or this really sucks or I'm not doing good enough. And I think it does tie into self-worth, but it's distinct. Self-worth is your distinct abilities and accomplishments. And that doesn't mean that you're comparing yourself to anybody else. I want to make that clear because you are not anybody else. Everybody's life path looks different. Everybody's life path feels different. We're all meant to accomplish and do different things. And so if we're comfortable enough in ourself and know that we're good on our own and self-worth in these things, like we're going to start to feel better about ourselves. Going back to when I was younger and I was a kid, boys didn't like me because I was weird. I was quirky. I was loud. I was goofy. And now as an adult, I don't care. I'm still the same way. I'm loud. I'm goofy. I'm quirky. I say stuff that I don't mean sometimes, or sometimes stuff comes out wrong and I embarrass myself. But you know what? I'm human. And I mess up sometimes and I say stupid things and I do stupid stuff, but I still love myself in the process because I'm attracting what I believe for myself. And I know now that I've separated from a relationship that was really bad for me, I've separated myself from friends who were really toxic for me, and I let go of all of these things that were no longer serving me, I finally started to understand my value and my self-worth. And that's because... I started putting myself first and you know going to therapy and all of these things too has really helped because my therapist I love her to death oh my gosh if I could have her on this podcast and she would be open to that I would absolutely love to have my therapist on this podcast she is one boss lady of a woman let me tell you but you know with her support and her help she's really helped me see no Alyssa, you were worth so much more than you were giving yourself credit for. And I think that the self-respect piece ties into your self-worth. And I maybe, maybe we'll do a whole nother episode on self-respect. But when you respect yourself enough to know that I don't like hanging around these people, I don't like doing what these people are doing. I don't like feeling like I have to fit into a certain mold or expectation for these people to like me. I realize, okay, I don't need that. I can let go of that and I can find comfort and value and support on my own. And I think that's really, really cool and really important is when you can be comfortable enough in yourself and your accomplishments and the things that you're working on and going back to letting go of other people's opinions in another episode, if you want to check it out, caring too much about what people think, you know, once you let go of those beliefs and you just throw that garbage in the trash, then you really start to see, okay, I really didn't need any of that in the first place. I can be comfortable on my own doing what I'm doing. And no, that may not feel like it's necessarily the greatest thing at the time or the best thing in the moment. I understand that. And at the same time, you know, I understand feeling like you're not good enough. And a lot of that comes from depression, you know, Pervasive low self-worth is root cause of mental illness. 
And the leading cause of illness in general and disability in general is depression. I was watching a whole TED talk about it, actually, from a clinical psychologist, and she was talking about how low self-worth is the root cause of mental illness. And that just like struck something in my heart because I was like, wow, you know what? Now that I have so much more self-worth and self-respect, I'm not as depressed as I was. I'm not as anxious as I was. I'm not as scared as I was because I finally learned to accept I am who I am. And I was watching another video on self-worth and stuff like that because I really just needed like a boost of confidence, you know? And this man, I don't remember his name or what he was talking, like his show or whatever, but this man was talking about in terms of there's billions and billions of people on this planet, right? And in the grand scheme of things, we are one speck of stardust in a billion people, okay? So like, what does it matter if what I say or what I do or how I act impacts other people, right? And you could think of it that way in terms of like, my actions don't have consequences, I don't have responsibility because in the end of things, nobody's gonna remember this anyway. So why does it matter what I say or what I do? But if you think about it in terms of being a network and being the center of a network and anything that you say or you do is gonna impact or inspire or change or challenge somebody else, that network is going to continue to grow. And hopefully that means that people are then going to do the same and share their truth, you know? And I think the highest version of self-worth is speaking your truth, no matter what it is, because there's consequences to literally every single thing that we do, whether they're positive or negative consequences, right? And so if you're looking at it in terms of negative consequences of like what I do impacting other people, you know, people are going to always criticize what you do in terms of you could have said that better. You could have done that better. You should have not done that. And I think criticism is okay because, you know, it allows us to change and grow and challenge our own perspectives because we don't know everything and I can't claim to know everything there is to know about mental health, even having a mental health podcast. I didn't go to school for psychology or philosophy or whatever, like in terms of how we live and who we are and, you know, the way our brain works. But I've been through really severe treatment and two years of very, very, very intense therapy. So I have a really good understanding of mental health. And so when I think of it in terms of being the center of a network and everything that I do has consequences regardless, you know, why not just speak my truth? and be honest, and be open, and allow people to just hear what I have to say, because I never know who it's going to change. But for me, that's the highest version of self-worth is because I really don't care what people think. I really don't. And so for me, being able to come here and share these things is like, yeah, there's going to be positive and there's going to be negative consequences. I feel like there is going to be a point where somebody or the internet, when I'm bigger, thinks that I'm controversial and maybe, but I'm not going to stop speaking my truth because what I value is me and my self-worth. And you know, it's easier to look at it this way too, in terms of how um, all of your self-worth and lack of self-worth is derived from depression and mental illness and anxiety is 40 million people, 40 million people over the age of 18 suffer from anxiety disorders. That's almost more than five times the amount of people living in New York City. 
That's wild because, you know, low self-worth can lead to depression and lead people to opt out of life. And, you know, you can numb on drugs or alcohol and have suicide attempts, you know, be so addicted to porn, you know, hate your job and everything about that. And that's where the self-respect piece comes in. If you don't like how you're feeling, if you don't like what you're doing, you need to learn how to respect yourself enough to walk away from those things. You need to respect yourself enough to know I can be good on my own and not have to care so much about what other people think because it's actually not that big of a deal if I look at it in that grand scheme of things, like I said, out of the billions of people. Whatever we do is going to have consequences or reactions regardless. So why not do whatever the heck you want, right? And I think, like I said too, you have to be operating out of your place of truth in like speaking your truth because we already have enough lies and stuff in the world that we need to start changing that narrative. And I think that's really important. So I think the takeaway from this episode is speak your truth and respect yourself enough to walk away from anything that's not serving you or doesn't feel good to you or you don't want to do anymore. We're about to hit 2023 in like two weeks. Do not walk into 2023 holding on to all of these things that don't feel good to you. The whole point of somebody's New Year's resolutions, and I put that in air quotes because you can't change overnight, so why not start now? Why not start working on these things now and at least defining what doesn't feel good to you, what doesn't look good to you. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to go back and have those moments of relapse and doing those things from your past that felt good in the moment, but then you'll realize, okay, that doesn't feel good anymore. And you'll start to understand your self-worth. Thank you guys for joining me on this episode. I know it was a little shorter one than usual, but I'm trying to still figure out the length of the episode. I am very, very excited to announce that this upcoming Saturday, I will have my very first guest on the podcast. And I am so, so, so excited to bring him on all the way from LA. So if you guys want to stick around, stay tuned. Thank you guys again for being here, for showing up for yourselves, for putting yourselves first and realizing that you deserve love, you deserve respect, and you deserve care. Don't fall into the trap of your past. It's in the past for a reason. Let's become the people we've always wanted to be. 